got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, we are going to be talking about the drop that you have witnessed out in Bitcoin over just the last couple of days. As you may know, Bitcoin pulled back to around $58,000 earlier this morning. And a lot of people are freaking out saying, oh my gosh, Bitcoin dropped below $60,000 for the first time in a week and a half. Should I be scared? Is this the end of the rally? No, it is not. And no, you should not be scared. We are going to put on our FUD fighting helmets today. And we're going to be doing some technical analysis on Bitcoin. We're going to be looking at the reasons why Bitcoin has had this major correction, cough, cough, massive liquidation event. And we're going to be talking about where Bitcoin is going to bottom out. By the end of this stream, you're going to have a much better understanding of where Bitcoin is right now and where Bitcoin is heading over the next seven to 14 days. So if you're freaking out about Bitcoin's drop, this is the place that you should be. Make sure to hit that like button if you like today's video. And if you constantly watch this show, which you definitely should, make sure to subscribe to the channel. I am joined, as always, by Mr. T. Hey, Tim. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing good. I, I don't have any blurry vision today. For those of you who did not watch yesterday, something happened in the beginning, and a lot of our viewers, I think caring about me very deeply, uh, suggested I might be about to die. Uh, but I am here. <laughs> My eyes are working. I'm glad that your eyes are working, Tim. I, yeah. I'll be honest. I was feeling a little weird yesterday, too. There, there was something yeah. going on in the something room. Something in the water. You know, I, there's something going on with Smay's hair. By the way, we are joined, as always, by Smay. How you doing, Smay? Hello, everybody. Why would you preference it like that? Because Anyways, there's because something going on with Hello, your, everybody. I decided to not wear a hat today. He's got a little tough. Um, yeah, so, I mean, my hair's pretty long, so I had to put something on. I had to keep it out of my eyes, so I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's unconventional. But, Smay, you look like you had um, a ponytail, but it just got chopped off. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> I'm happy to be here, but also I'm extra excited and happy to shout out some members today. But I want to shout out, first and foremost, Felix Danny Esteva. Let's go. Uh, Tom Wilkes. Booth. And, <laughs> and Desert Ghost 87. Thank you guys so much for supporting the channel. We love you guys. We love you, love you, love you. We love y'all. Even if you're interested in the membership program and be shout out on the stream like these three fine gentlemen, check the link below. Hey, hey you don't know that they're all gentlemen. Yeah, I mean. You don't know that. I, I mean, That's I don't offensive. know that, but That's it offensive, seems Smay. that way. That's offensive, Smay. If you want to join the membership program and not be offended, then make sure to hit that join button down below. Guys, we got a lot to cover today. Today's video, by the way, is brought to you by none other than Lux Algo. That is one of the indicator packs that we use literally every single day. It's phenomenal. And by the way, you might not have known this, but Lux Algo is actually the number one vendor of indicators on TradingView. That is a massive statement. They've got over 25,000 traders using it around the world. I count myself as one of those, and so do the other gentlemen in this room. Use Lux Algo. You can use coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout if you find it helpful during today's stream. But with that said, let's go ahead and jump on to my chart. First thing that we need to do here is look at the last little bit on Bitcoin. As you guys know, Bitcoin has undergone a massive rally. And right now, what we're seeing is the culmination of the corrections that we should have seen happen throughout that rally. What do I mean? Well, Bitcoin rallied, as you know, 63%, $26,000 in 21 days. That is the mantra I've been saying for this entire week. We rallied this far that quickly, and now we're having the correction that we needed. This is not something that we should be scared about. This is actually something that we should be excited about. I'm going to tell you why today. By the way, the way that we're breaking this show up is we're doing our bullish segment here until about the top 
top of the hour. Then we're going to go into an inter intermission. We're going to talk about the bearish technical so you guys get a full uh, perspective on what's going on. And then we'll do our conclusion. And by the way, we're also going to be dropping some two-minute technicals on some of your favorite cryptocurrencies here in about 15 minutes. You guys loved that segment, so we're going to be bringing that back here in just a second. But the very first thing that we do here is we like to go through all of the technicals and then we like to draw some scenarios of what those technicals mean and what the next little bit on Bitcoin might look like. Very first thing we need to do is look here at the daily chart. So let's get started. First thing I want to show you shows up down here on a couple of our oscillators. The very first thing to look at here is that the RSI did push all the way up to 79 on the 20th of October and has pulled all the way back down to 55 over the last little while. That basically means that Bitcoin has pulled back. It is corrected, but we're still in the bullish control zone in between 50 and 70. So I'm still happy about where it is. Not at all concerned about RSI on the daily chart. It actually is a good thing that we pull back down here. It means that we have a lot of room to run to the upside, although it does obviously also mean that we have room to run to the downside if we need. Another thing to show you here is what is known as the 20 daily exponential moving average, and this is one of the most important bullish technicals that we have right now. This is a major level of support for Bitcoin. If you guys don't know, the 20 daily exponential, not simple, exponential moving average, because there is a difference. We're going to look at the simple moving average in a second. The 20 daily exponential moving average has a track record of serving as support for this market time and time and time again. And right now we are currently sitting right above that 20 daily exponential moving average. If we manage to hold that, then a bounce would be likely and a rally to the upside would be in the cards. So make sure you pay attention to that. If we start breaking below $59,000 and close the daily candlestick down there, then that means that we have breached the 20 daily ex exponential moving average, which is not what we want to see. Moving on down to the four hourly chart, I want to show you the VPVR because there's something really interesting on the VPVR, and it is this little spike right here on VPVR. You guys know we broke bearish below this control zone on the VPVR. We were sitting on top of this mountain up here, if you will, and you guys know how I tell you on the VPVR, we either roll to the upside or we roll to the downside. In this case, we rolled to the downside. Over the last 24 hours, we have rolled down into this valley on VPVR between 57500 uh, $57, and $60,000. And we're currently sitting right above support that is sitting here at around $57,500. In a little while, we're going to talk about the potential levels of support that Bitcoin will bounce off of. This is going to be one of them. And we are pulling that level of support straight here from the VPVR. By the way, guys, if you're enjoying today's stream, consider liking the video. It helps send the algorithm. Thank you guys very, very much for that. Now, there is something else I want to show you here on the four hourly chart that I noticed this morning when we were doing our planning for the show that I think is really interesting. Take a look here at this market back over here on uh, September the 6th through September 29th, basically the month of September. What did Bitcoin do here? Well, Bitcoin, first and foremost, had a correction down, then a small corrective. Uh, it, it had a primary movement to the downside, then a small corrective movement to the upside, then a secondary movement to the downside. Basically, it was a one, two, three, or in this case, you might, um, using uh, Elliott Wave Theory, call this an ABC corrective wave, just like this. What that basically means is that this market was still bullish, but it just needed a larger correction. And it's funny because we actually see the same thing happening in the inverse on the longer term time frame. We have a one, two, three primary movement to the upside. Well, the interesting thing here that I want to show you is that this movement right here looks virtually identical to the same movement that we've seen over the last seven days. In this case, this movement from about $53,000 down to a local low of $40,000 was a $12,000 
dip 22% to the downside. It took 22 days to play out. Right now, Bitcoin is doing something very similar, except in this case, we are doing it at a higher level and we've only corrected $9,600, 14%, and it's only taken seven days. What this looks like is that we're repeating history. And if we continue repeating history, then we should see some kind of bounce relatively soon on a, a local level of support, perhaps 57.5, like we've talked about, maybe 55, maybe 53. We're going to talk about those levels of support here in a little while. But if we do what we did back in September, then we should be finding support relatively soon and having a major bounce to the upside, which is what I think is going to happen. So comparing these two markets is very important because remember, technical analysis is all about looking at the past to learn something about the future. And right now, what we can learn from the past is that if we repeat it, then we should see a pretty large movement to the upside in the next three to seven days, but probably not just yet. There's going to be a little bit more pain before that comes. Now, looking down to the one hourly chart, uh, there is also something I want to mention here that kind of relates to what we were just talking about. Take a look at this. We saw a major liquidation event on September the 7th. We saw, I think it was close to a billion dollars liquidated uh, very, very quickly. We saw what's known as a long squeeze. A lot of people got liquidated and the market dropped 20% in 20 hours. Now, in this case, Bitcoin did not drop that quickly. We dropped 10% in the span of two and a half days. And the point I'm making here is that this correction back over here in September was quite a bit more severe than the correction we've seen right now. A lot of people are freaking out about this correction, but just truth be told, guys, this correction back over here was actually quite a bit worse. And I don't think that we should be getting um, too concerned about the correction that we're in right now. Uh, we're actually seeing not as deep and as dire of a correction as we saw. Now, a couple more things I want to show you here on the normal technical analysis is down here on the hourly chart, there's actually been a bullish engulfing candlestick formation close as of about an hour ago. That does signal that we may be trying to find a bottom down here around support at $58,500. Time will tell if this will hold, but for right now, that is a bullish candlestick formation. And as well, down here on the MACD, we can see the MACD has been converging bullish on itself over the last two hours. Hopefully, we will see a bullish cross and not a fake out like we saw more recently. So those are our bullish technicals at the moment. But really quickly here, I also want to dive in and do a market cipher look at the market. So we're going to jump right back up to the daily chart. And here in a second, I'm going to wrap all of this up into a nice, neat bow and give you the bullish scenario. So stay tuned for that so you have something to walk away with. But I want to give you the information first. First thing to show you here on the daily chart is the market cipher. Let's go ahead and look at this. First thing to show you is that market cipher's momentum has been moving to the downside on the daily chart. The money flow has been moving to the downside on the daily chart. The VWAP is at that lower level. It is below the zero line. And we're also seeing the RSI move down. In general, that means that we're looking at selling pressure on the market cipher on daily chart. And we also see a red dot forming right there. On top of that, if we look at something called the DBSI, over here on the price action, you can see this 14 right here. This means that there's a lot of sell side pressure showing up on the daily chart, and it does indicate that Bitcoin at the moment has pressure pushing it to the downside. We have some buy pressure by these larger numbers like this 12 on the bottom, but unfortunately over the last two days, we've seen some sell pressure coming in. So market cipher is not very bullish on the daily. And it actually kind of gets a little bit worse when you go down here to these shorter term timeframes. Looking here at the four hourly chart, you can see that the money flow has dropped dramatically. You can see the RSI has dropped dramatically. The good news is the VWAP is coming to the upside, but the money flow has also moved to the downside. So in general, the four hourly chart is not very bullish. And again, let's look at this market cipher DBSI up here. Take a look at all these massive numbers. These numbers range between it's one and uh, well, they range between, I think, negative five. And I think they can go up to about 26. The higher the number, the more the, the stronger that signal. These being on top basically means that we're seeing a lot of sell side pressure 
and that is helping to push us to the downside. So the uh, four hourly chart's actually looking a little bit more bearish um, than the one the, than the daily chart. Now moving down here to the one hour chart, this is the last thing we're going to look at um, as far as technicals are concerned before we look at a couple of on-chain metrics. The one hourly chart is showing something a little bit similar. We're seeing that there are uh, higher lows coming in here on the momentum, which is good, but the money flow has gone bearish. BWAP's moving to the upside, and the RSI is uh, very, very low. So basically, we're getting a mixed signal from the hourly chart. We're getting a pretty bearish signal from the four-hourly chart, and then the daily chart is relatively bearish as well. So not a lot of good news coming out of the market cipher uh, on Bitcoin right now. But really quickly here, I want to jump into something called the CBBI. This is a really, really important metric, and the reason I'm showing you guys this is because the CBBI, which is the crypto, uh, is the uh, Bitcoin bull run index, the the uh, Colin Talks Crypto Bitcoin bull run index. This is a composite on-chain metric taking into account 12 other metrics to give us an idea of where the market is relative to its eventual all-time high for the bull market. You can see here, every time Bitcoin hit an all-time high that ended a bull market, which has only happened twice, which happened November 28th, 2013. And also here on December 16th, 2017, the CBBI got all the way up to 99. Right now, we're only sitting at 61. So the reason I'm showing you this is to remind you guys, we're having a small correction right now, but don't freak out. Bitcoin needs to have small corrections like this. And by the way, all this correction is, is us paying for the fact that we didn't have smaller corrections throughout the last month that we rallied. We need these corrections. I've used this analogy before. Right now, what we're seeing happen is Bitcoin is essentially having a controlled burn. Whenever you have a forest and you don't have a forest fire for a long time, then the dead stuff builds up on the bottom of the uh, of the forest floor. All of the um, you know all the all the dead branches, all the dry things, they build up and it becomes a tinderbox, right? And if a lightning strike happens, then the whole forest will go up in flames because it's got all of this detritus on the on the forest floor that will go up in flames. Well, what you need to do to maintain a healthy forest is every once in a while you need to allow a forest fire to come through. That's why people that uh, arborists and different people that own forests will sometime allow uh, a controlled burn to happen. You've probably seen smoke billowing out in the in the distance and thought, oh man, that might be a really bad fire. But no, it actually was set on purpose to clear out those uh, that debris and reset the forest to reinvigorate and revitalize it. That's what we're seeing happen on Bitcoin right now. It's not a bad thing. This is not an out-of-control forest fire that's going to like start taking out houses. This is a controlled burn that is going to revitalize the forest. That's what we're seeing happen on Bitcoin right now. This is not something that we should be concerned about. The thing I want you to walk away from this video is, yes, we might be about to see a slightly larger correction, which we're going to talk about here in about 15 seconds, but this is not something that you should be worried about. It's actually something that you should be very excited about. With that said, where's the bottom? That's the question on everyone's mind. Where's the bottom? Because I want to buy it. That's what everybody's thinking. Let me show you where I think the bottom is on Bitcoin. I see three major scenarios, and I'll explain all three of them. Number one, the bottom could be here at 57500 and then we bounce. Number two, the bottom could be here at $55,000, and then we bounce. Number three, the bottom could be here at 52500 and then we bounce. These are the three bullish scenarios that I see happening. In fact, bullish or bearish, these are the three major scenarios that I see playing out. Here's why. Number one, the first level of support that we're looking at here comes from our VPVR. It is this little blip right here, and it sits roughly at 57500 Number two, there's also a little blip right here around $55,000. And remember, $55,000 
is a psychological level of support. It's halfway between 50 and 60, meaning that people like that nice, big, even whole number. So that is a reason that we would be looking at that. Now also, $52,000, is an interesting level, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more in a second, but the reason that I'm saying that could be the lowest that we go is because this, invert, this head and shoulders pattern that we saw form over the last week actually has a price target of $52,500. So those are the three levels I could see Bitcoin going down to. Either we bottom out pretty much where we are right now at 57.5, we bottom out at 55, or we could bottom out all the way at 52.5 and then we bounce. I don't think we're going to see anything deeper than that, in my opinion. I am more inclined to believe that 55 is the eventual bottom of this correction, and then in three to seven days, we will see a bounce. That is my take. But really quickly, we're going to go off the rails a little bit, and we're going to try something different. You guys are uh, have, have been wanting me to talk about a certain cryptocurrency for quite a bit and that cryptocurrency is very very big in the news right now and this is a bit of a tangent but bear with me here because i'm going to make an important point on this people have been wanting me to talk about drum roll please i'm going to get so much hate for this in the comment sheep people have been wanting me to talk about sheep let's look at my screen really quickly and let's look at it over on coin market cap we're gonna get back to bitcoin here in just a second but believe me there's a good reason why we're talking about sheep and you guys are probably gonna be glad i brought this up a lot of people want to know what is going on with Sheeb. Drop a one in chat if you're one of them. It's sitting number 11 on CoinMarketCap. It's got a $25 billion market capitalization. What we're going to do here is we're going to do something called two-minute technicals. This is a segment where I look at a single cryptocurrency without actually doing any prior analysis on it, and I do real-time live analysis on it. It takes me two minutes to do, and then I'm going to give you a takeaway. And then here in about three or four minutes, we're going to go into an intermission. We're going to read Super Chats. We're going to inter interact with you guys and prepare for our next segment. So let's do it. Two minutes. Let's start. Here's the deal with Shiba Inu, guys. Uh, Shiba rallied all the way from 817. I'm not even going to say the unit. All the way up to where it is right now at 6,200. That is a 700% rally in the span of 23 days. What it did is it basically had one major rally, had a consolidation pattern here, and then rallied again, fulfilling the second leg of that movement. In doing so, it has gotten ridiculously overextended on certain timeframes, uh, such as the daily chart. If we look at the daily chart down here, you can see that the RSI currently is sitting at 88, rallied all the way up to 94. You can also see that the MACD broke bullish twice, and it has broken all-time high and has managed to bunch all the way up into the top 11. We're also seeing that there's quite a bit of volume on this, and it's defying the rest of the cryptocurrency market, rallying while the rest of the cryptocurrency market is overextended. Taking a look here at the TD sequential, we can see that we did get overextended at one point, and we ended up trading sideways for quite some time, but that has reset, and the last five days have been very, very bullish on this market. Keep in mind, guys, that it has seen a massive influx of volume having to do with some fundamentals I'm not going to go into right now, and in doing so, it has garnered a lot of attention. That is all the technical analysis I'm going to do on it because I want to spend the next minute explaining why I think it is an absolutely horrible idea to buy this project right now. I don't deny that people made money on this, but I do deny the idea that Shiba Inu is going to continue rallying. A lot of people right now want to get into Shiba because they want to make these 700% gains. The gains have already been made, and in my opinion, I think the gains have already happened, and if you get into it right now, you're going to be buying the top, and we're going to talk about people who bought the top a little bit later. So, just want to put a little side note in there. That's my opinion on Shiba. Everybody's been asking for it. They're you go. Let's go ahead and jump into our intermission and read some super chats. What do we got? Well, well, we're here a little bit, a little bit early, just but we a couple have a minutes couple early. right here. I think just two of them, and then we can kind of even talk with chat and and uh, see what's happening there. But we have one from Smay's favorite uh, favorite person in the chat, Wayne Kerr. Uh, and for those of you who have not been here before. 
There's an inside joke there. Go back. Uh, that's why Smay is his favorite. But he said he really likes your tail, Smay. Uh, your tail? <laughs> thank you, everybody. So, And then we have another donation from Crypto Vantage. I don't think he said anything. He just wanted to donate. But as far as Super Chats, that's about all we got oh, there. How about that? Oh, yeah. that was quick. Here's the thing. And so, you know, Jeb just gave everything. I, I actually... I have I know exactly why the price is doing what it is doing right now. Do you? Yes. And that is this. Dun dun dun. That is this. It's the composite man. Here is the thing, guys. I want a t-shirt of that, Tim. When it, are we getting a composite man, man t-shirt? We don't need it. We don't need the, is that crickets. the Did he run the laugh track? He did run the crickets. Oh my gosh. He here's the thing. We have talked on this show. For those of you who are new here, we have talked about how we kind of went a little too fast not touching that 20 EMA. We also then had this whole thing going on going on about once we got to the all-time high, man, we're going to blast right through it and go straight yep. to like – I think some people were like, oh, we're going to go straight to 80,000. This is the thought of the composite man. They do not want you, the retail investor, to succeed with them. They will shake you off at every point they can. What do they do when we see a lot of bullish momentum? They start posting great stories to encourage new retail investors to feel really, 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 really good about what's happening. So they invest even more in. Meanwhile, all the whales, all the all the big guys, which is the composite man, they go ahead and sell a little bit because they know what happened was, man, we just got a bunch of new people to invest. We just got a bunch of people to get a lot of confidence and take high leverage positions, and we can then mess with them. Hang on, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting word I'm getting word right now from the chat. JMK says uh, Smay is the composite man. Is it's Smay possible? The, is Smay the composite man? It is possible, guys. Smay, are you the composite man? You got me. You got I me. I was the one pumping those. I Toshi? mean. I, I'm pumping sheep. Shit. Smay, are you Satoshi? Uh, Natoshi no, Shakamoto. no, I'm plan B. Natoshi Shakamoto. Oh, yeah, you're plan, yeah, plan B. B. That's right. Looks like we got a couple more super chats. Let's go ahead and read those. We did. Uh, let me see here. We already them put over there, T-Shroom. Mr. No. Rick4962 donated. Yeah, he, he said, said, thank you, guys. Thank you, Thank guys. you, Mr. Yard Dog. We had one from X Vegas saying, I got 600 bucks in Sheeb. Should I move it to Bitcoin? Uh, I am not your financial advisor and do not take this as financial advice, but in my opinion, yes, you should. If you've already made a bunch of money in Sheeb, I would take your profits and put it into Bitcoin. That is what I would do if I were in your position. If you're enjoying today's stream, hit the like button. Uh, we had another one that just came in from Crypto X. Cyclops saying any thoughts on the XRP proton? That is XPR, not XRP. XPR, I'm dyslexic. Uh, it's less dyslexic, actually. Yeah, I sure. uh, I do not have any thoughts on XPR. No, I don't. All right. so we got another one, Drew Brown. Yeah, Drew Brown said, your thoughts on AVAX and how high do you think it can get Ooh. by the end of the year? God bless. Ooh, I'm so glad you asked that. I freaking love Avalanche. That is like my favorite altcoin that's kind of a sleeper. You might say, Jeb, it's $14 billion market cap. How is it a sleeper? It's a freaking sleeper. Avalanche is a great project, and I love it. Uh, $63 right now. I could easily see it being 150 by the end of the year. It's a great project. I love that. Let me see. I'm making sure we didn't miss anything. We got anything. one from uh, Vega. He donated again. Again, he okay. Well, I got thirteen hundred ADA coin. Should I hold or move some to Bitcoin? If you don't have questions. any Bitcoin, you should definitely have Bitcoin, in my opinion. But I also think ADA is going to have a very, very, very bullish rest of the year. I think we're going to have a very bullish rest of the year, in my opinion. There was something I wanted to say before we move into our next segment. I completely forgot what it was. Tim, do you have any thoughts before we move on to our bearish segmento? 
Well, like I said, I, we we kept, we got interrupted by Smay saying he is the composite. Or no, not Smay saying it. Someone saying that Smay is the composite yeah. man. Here's the thing. This is why this is the, with the composite man thing. The reason I'm not surprised about all this is this plays right into what the Wyckoff distribution and, compo- and uh, accumulation phases talks about. You almost said composite the, man. <laughs> no, it, it's Wyckoff, and he talks about what the composite man does and this the strategy of when stories are posted and when prices happen, and they have a better grasp on what is happening and they knew. So for example, one of the reasons why we just saw this price go down was liquidations of leverage positions, right? Guess what? It's not as simple as just saying, oh, well, a bunch of people in leverage positions got liquidated. There's also timing and there's stories and there's things that happen behind the scenes that if we're not aware of that that's happening, we're gonna get blindsided. And it's gonna cause a lot of people to be like, oh, what the heck? We were supposed to jump to 80,000. Why are we going down? Oh, yeah. is this the end of the bull market? No, no. If you understand the way the composite man thinks, you'll understand this is all a part of the plan and this is just as normal. And you know, it, it's good to be here and I see a lot of people in chat being like, hey, Listen, guys, if you're afraid of uh, volatility, this isn't the game for you. This is all good. We're still good. We're not boring. Absolutely. That's great. But it also helps to know, okay, what are some of the factors going into the psychology of why the, the market moves this way? Yep. We just got one more super chat that we'll read, and then we're going to read the rest of them in our next intermission. We literally got like five super chats at once, and it froze my computer. I was really oh worried. I'm like, crap, I don't still be able to do the stream. My computer froze. Oh, crap, we did. Mike G donated, and he said, please make a Smetoshi Nakamoto t-shirt. I'll buy out the stock. That's a great idea, and we're actually working on new merch right now. So, Tim, can you take a note of that and tell Jillian, our graphic designer, because that'd be I think awesome. I think it'll be put into our list of things, but yeah, I'll work on that. That'd be really cool. I would I would buy that. I would totally wear that. All right, well, let's take a note of the rest of those super chats. We we're going to read them relatively quickly here, but first we need to dive back onto the chart. We need to look at some bearish technicals because quite frankly, there are a lot of them and we want to make sure that you guys are informed. So let's look at my screen. The very first thing I want to show you guys is that there was support sitting at $59,700. That level of support has been breached and Bitcoin has pulled back below that level at the current moment. Pulling back below that level is not exactly what you want to see because that is what is known as the neckline of the head and shoulders pattern. We have broke bearish now, and that means that its price target is in play. And remember, its price target is sitting down around $53,000. Now, with that said, let's also look at our MACD here. You can see MACD crossed bearish about four days ago, and its divergence is actually accelerating. This means that we are gaining bearish momentum and that the bears are getting stronger. Now, let's also look at the Bollinger Bands. This is something Tim mentioned a second ago. We spent so long above the center line on the Bollinger Bands, which is simply a 20 daily simple uh, moving average, and we pulled back below that, and we're actually breaking below it right now. It just so happens that that 20 SMA was in perfect alignment with our flat level of support, which is the neckline at our head and shoulders pattern. So, the fact is, right now, we are seeing that break to the downside. Let's also look at something here. This is the first time that we have seen Bitcoin in a daily chart candlestick probably closing below $60,000 in 12 days. We have not seen a daily chart candle body, I should say, below $60,000 in 12 days close. Now, to be fair, we have not seen this day close just yet. This could just be a wick, and we could close the day above $59,000. But Right now, it looks like we are going to see this daily chart candle close down here, and that would be the first time in almost two weeks that we have seen that happen. Now, down on the four-hourly chart, I do want to reference again, just so you guys know, this head and shoulders pattern has broken bearish. Price target is 53000 I personally don't think it'll go all the way down there, but if it does go down there, don't be surprised because that is what the price target for the uh, head and shoulders pattern is showing. Now, another thing I want to show you guys is that we did have this bull flag yesterday. If you'll remember to yesterday's Coffee and Crypto, we talked about the, how this bull flag has a price target of 66 
26,000. But I even told you guys in that stream, look, I don't think we're going to manage to hold this. I think we're going to break bearish out of this. It's exactly what happened. We broke bearish out of this uh, this um, um, trading channel right here, this bull flag, and that means that it went ahead and formed the left shoulder of our head and shoulders pattern, which confirmed what we were hoping was not going to happen, which was that head and shoulders pattern was going to play out. Now, another thing to show you, which you could argue is a bullish thing, but I'm going to throw it here in the bearish segment, is that the RSI down here on Bitcoin pulled all the way down to 33. The reason that that's bearish is because it means that we are confidently in what is known as the bearish control zone, which is between 30 and 50 on the RSI. And that does mean that the bears are very much in charge. Now, that being said, it does also mean that we'll likely see a small correction before any further movement to the downside because RSI doesn't like sitting down here at 30. Normally, whenever it sits down here at 30, it doesn't stay down there for very long and it will eventually have a bounce. And another thing to mention here, guys, is that this is actually the lowest level that the RSI has been at since September the 21st. So the fact that we're sitting this low means that we are very bearish right now. And it does mean that the bulls will likely take control back in the next three, four, five days. But I don't think they're going to do that just yet. Now, moving right along here, another thing to show you on the four-hourly chart is that as of about 16 hours ago, as of about, um, yeah, 16 hours ago, we saw a, about 20 hours ago, actually, we saw a bearish cross come in on the four-hourly chart MACD. That does make a lot of sense. Of course, we are in a downtrend. Now, moving down here to the hourly chart. The, the next thing I want to show you is that this is actually the lowest level that we have seen MACD at ever since uh, September the 20th. This is the lowest that MACD has been down here on its oscillator since September the 20th, kind of similar to what we saw earlier on RSI, and that does indicate that there's a lot of strength coming out of the bears right now. And on top of that, if we look back at the RSI, we can see that this is that the RSI pulled all the way down to 25 just a little while ago meaning that we probably are going to see a short-term bounce, maybe up above $60,000 for the rest of the day, but that we are definitely in the hands of the bears right now. So that is our bearish technicals from our regular technical analysis standpoint. But now I want to do a full picture Lux Algo look at this market because you guys are going to get a lot of information from this. We have literally about 20 different points that we want to make here using Lux Algo. Like I said, guys, Lux Algo is one of the sponsors of our channel. So if you would like to sign up for Lux Algo, you can do so with the link in the description box down below. Use coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. Let's go ahead and look here at our daily chart. The very first thing to show you here is one of the most simple things that you can use on Lux Algo, which is its buy and sell signals. As of today, we have seen the first sell signal coming out of Lux Algo ever since September the 20th. This sell signal is actually very, very important. This is only the third sell signal that we have seen in the last like five, six months and this is actually pretty major. The last time we saw a, a sell signal uh, was right here, and albeit it came in a little bit late, we're going to talk about how sometimes this is a lagging indicator and the leading indicator, which is this line right here. We'll look at that here in a second. But normally, this is a very, very powerful signal. One of the major times that you can see that we saw a strong sell signal Bitcoin dropped 50% in 71 days. Very, 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 very important that we have seen this come in. Now, one thing that I will mention is that this is not a strong sell signal like we see right here. This is a regular sell signal, and there is a difference between those two. Notice how this candle, this this uh, indicator changed the candlesticks to be red right here, but right here is this purple color. Basically, what this means is that it's a weak sell signal. It is a sell signal, but it's a weak sell signal. It's much more akin to one of these topping out sell signals over here that we saw intermittent, uh, intermittently spacing out the rally back in the early part of 2020 rather than this strong sell signal that we saw. So it is a sell signal, but it's not as bad as some of the other ones that we have seen in recent memory. Now, something else I want to show you here is this line, this little stair-stepping line right here. This is called the trend catcher, and it's one of my favorite parts of the Lux Algo Premium 
attack because it actually is very, very good at calling tops and bottoms. And a lot of times it will actually be the leading indicator that comes in before the buy and sell signals. Notice right here, the trend catcher actually reversed and turned red at the very moment that we hit this local high at 53,000. It was red for two weeks before we finally saw a strong sell signal come in. Over here, for example, when we saw this strong buy signal precede this rally, the trend catcher actually turned green a day before, giving you a slight amount of heads up. It is still green right now. It is not flipped red, although I'll be honest with you, with how long Trendcatcher has been moving to the si uh, moving sideways right now, we're almost certainly going to see this turn red in the next few days. Now, looking here at our reversal zones, which I'll go ahead and turn on, these are actually very interesting. These reversal zones give us an idea of where the market is overbought and overextended. You can see we pushed deep into these reversal zones, and Lux Algo showed us that and the market has paid dearly for it. We have had a correction since we got into that reversal zone, and that is something that you definitely don't want to discount. It's a very, very important part of the indicator. Now, another thing to show you down here is called the EQ cloud. That's what this is right here. It acts as support and resistance, and it is a little bit low for it to really matter for us right now, but down on our shorter-term timeframes, it is going to actually be very important. Right now, it is bullish, and it is widening, which is a long-term bullish signal. It is not so much a short-term signal as it is a long-term signal and a level of support. Now, we also want to look at another part of the Lux Algo pack, which is the Lux Oscillator. You can see that this oscillator gives us a pretty solid idea of when the market's topping out and bottoming. If I go to my cross right here, you can see this started to reverse pretty much the day we hit local uh, all-time high. You can see it normally only lags a day or two behind some of these big tops, and it also prints these dots. For example, this red dot, that is a bearish signal. They don't show up very often on the daily chart, but when they do, they're normally pretty accurate. This red dot is definitely a signal that the next several days on Bitcoin could continue to be bearish. It did happen about five days ago, but it is still relevant. Looking down here to the four-hourly chart, there is also a sell signal and it is, in this case, actually a strong sell signal. We saw this came in yesterday. We did see a buy signal come in yesterday, and I told you guys at the time, I'm like, hey, look, there are times where these signals are not going to be perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect indicator. It doesn't exist. It has a very high degree of accuracy, but you do need to use your own intuition to figure out, hey, I see that this signal says X, but do I really think it's going to do X? I think it's actually going to do Y, and that's kind of what we talked about yesterday. We're like, hey, look, there's a buy signal. Frankly, I disagree with it. In this case, this buy signal came in, uh, trend catcher turned red, uh, turned green. But in this case, you can see we've had a strong sell signal come in and print and the trend catcher has actually reversed. On top of that, you can look at the EQ cloud here, which on the four hourly chart is much more relevant than the one on the daily chart that you can see right here. Down here on the four hourly chart, you can see that we are actually in the process of breaking below it. And notice right at the very moment when we broke below the EQ cloud, that's when all hell broke loose and Bitcoin started moving very quickly. That EQ cloud is phenomenal and is very, very helpful. Looking here at our reversal zones also, we can see that Bitcoin uh, pushed up into them several times, and it gave you a really solid idea of when Bitcoin was overextended down here on the four-hourly chart. We're actually getting pretty close to the support zone, the support reversal zone, and if we push down here into 53,000, 55,000, 57,000, guess what's down there to catch us? Not just those levels that we found earlier, but also the support zone sitting here on Lux Algo. So that's why we're talking about 53 to 57. We have a very good reason to believe that that zone somewhere in there is going to be the bottom, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Those reversal zones are very, very, very helpful. Looking here at our 
uh, oscillator. You guys can see Lux oscillator is pushing to the downside, but luckily we are looking for higher lows here. If we do see a higher low on the oscillator here, this could indicate movement to the upside. That could indicate that momentum is shifting back in the direction of the bulls. We've not seen that yet. For right now, it is bearish. That's something you need to keep in mind. But if we're lucky, then that could flip and turn into a very good thing for us. Looking down here on the hourly chart using our Lux Algo pack, we can also see that we pushed into the one hourly chart uh, resistance zone. That is when we reversed. Very, very, very powerful indicator right here, guys. We saw a sell signal come in. We saw this X come in. That means take profit. This was a prime time for us to be saying, hey, look, if Bitcoin's going to continue here, we at least need to have a correction, if not a major drop. This stuff right here is exactly why we were bearish on Bitcoin yesterday and said, hey, look, Bitcoin could rally up here to some of these price targets at 56. I personally don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to break to the downside, and that's exactly what what happened in doing so we pushed through and broke through the eq cloud and right now guys you can see we're trying to find support down here in this reversal zone which i have found to be incredibly helpful you can see this x right here was a take profit very good thing we're pushing down here definitely definitely showing that there is support but that we are not done yet and we're not through the worst of it in my opinion now looking down here at the lux oscillator we can also see that there was a green dot that printed a few days ago uh, about 11 hours ago that could signal that we're getting closer to the bottom as well let me see here on my notes is there anything else i want to mention nope looks like that is everything that i wanted to show you guys on lux algo if you guys want to get access to this indicator pack you should i use it every single day and i I have gotten an incredible amount of value from it. You can sign up with the link in the description box down below. Use coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. With that said, guys, we have a couple of articles that we want to jump into that kind of explain what we've been seeing go on over the last little while. And the first one shows up right here. This is over on coinbriefing.com. $850 million liquidated as Bitcoin and Ethereum dip. You guys know that $210 billion was shaved off the entire cryptocurrency market capitalization today. And it actually leads me to this article right here. This article, if you click this button that says liquidated, it brings you to bybt.com forward slash liquidation data. I love this screen. I love this chart because it gives us an idea of liquidation events. Now pause. What's a liquidation? Anyone in chat that is confused about liquidations, I want to see all of our trading veterans give an explanation in chat right now. What is a liquidation and why is it important? Help out the people down there. Basically, I'll give you like a five second explanation. If you're in a leverage long trade and the market goes too low, then you are forced to sell everything because the exchange wants to recoup the money that they loaned you. And when that happens, it forces you to sell. That is not a good thing. It does uh, mean that you lose all your money. And it also means that the market gets pushed to the downside. The amount of liquidations going on right now is incredible and not in the good way. I mean, incredible as in, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is credible. Take a look at this. These total liquidations Across all exchanges, we're looking at Binance, Bitfinex, OKX, FTX, Huobi, Bybit, BitMEX, Deribit, and more. They have seen $900 million worth of liquidations in the last 24 hours. And that is part of what is causing this major correction. You can see these liquidation events down here. We also saw a major liquidation event happen on September the 6th based on this chart down here. Again, this is bybt.com forward slash liquidation data. It is a very helpful site. Whenever we see these big corrections, we see a lot of money get liquidated. Back on September the 6th, we saw $3.22 billion liquidated. Back here on September 19th, when we dropped, we saw $1.15 billion liquidated. Today, we have seen $785 million to $1 billion in liquidation. Uh, liquidations come in. A lot, a lot, a lot of money getting liquidated. 
And that is a part of the reason that we're dropping. If we look over here at this funding rate article on newsbtc.com, Bitcoin funding rates touch same level as early September. You can look at this chart right here. Take a look at this Bitcoin futures perpetual funding rate on all exchanges. People went long like crazy when we hit the all-time high. That's what this little green spike right here means. Basically, what happened, guys, over the last seven days, if you want to know why we're dropping right now, because a lot of people are saying, hey, look, Bitcoin's super bullish on the long term. Fundamentals are great. Why are we dropping? What's going on? Well, essentially what happened, we broke all-time high right over here. Everybody went long expecting Bitcoin to moonshot. And then guess what? When it didn't, they all got liquidated. Everybody's getting liquidated right now. Very simple. That's what's going on the last seven days. People are getting wrecked and they're losing their money and it's causing selling pressure. Here's what we told you when we broke all-time high. We said, hey, look, we broke all-time high. Yes, it's possible that we moonshot straight to 70, 75,000. What's more likely, though? What's more likely is that we're going to see some sideways action. Maybe it's above all-time high. Maybe it's not. Maybe we drop down a little bit. I even showed you back here in uh, uh, November and December 2017, I said, look at this, guys. Bitcoin traded sideways for almost a month below $20,000 before it finally had a big break to the upside. Everybody got impatient, thinking, hey, we're going to break all-time high immediately and go straight to 40. No, we had to sit down here below 20K for three weeks. We said a week ago when we hit all-time high that something similar was going to happen. If you guys were watching this show, you would have been prepared for this. I was worried about just this because a billion dollars getting liquidated because all these people went long is a real-world problem that causes real world pain in real people. And if you're one of the people that got liquidated in this event, my heart goes out to you. And here's what I tell you. Number one, you should never get liquidated because you should always be using a stop loss. Number two, be careful about buying the top. This is why I mentioned SHIB earlier, because it ties into this point that I wanted to make right now. A lot of people went long on Bitcoin when we hit the all-time high a week ago because, oh, we're hitting all-time high. We're rallying. We're going to moonshot, right? Not necessarily. It's never, it's never that simple. A lot of people right now are going long on SHIB. I don't know if you can actually trade SHIB on leverage. I very much hope you can't. I don't think you can. But a lot of people are going long on SHIB right now at the all-time high, and they're probably going to get wrecked just the same as these people got wrecked because they longed the all-time high. So my point is this. One, why is the market correcting? Because everybody went long and right now they're getting wrecked. Number two, try to be careful with that. Don't buy and go long when the RSI is sitting up at 70, 80, 90. You want to be getting a discount. When are the discounts coming? In the next couple of days. Everybody's going to say, oh, well, I should have bought in at $50,000 or $55,000 five years from now. But in two days when we're there, everybody's going to be saying, oh, I don't know about this. I'm not I'm not comfortable buying. Like, I don't know how low we're going to go. In my opinion, here's what's going to happen in the next three days. We're going to correct between 53 and 57.5, somewhere in there. I can't tell you the exact level, but somewhere in there, based on Lux Algo data, based on our three levels of support I showed you, we're going to find support in there. We're going to bounce. We're going to have a massive spring, and we're going to rally back up towards all-time high, and I think everything's going to be fine. But right now, what's happening? People are getting out of these trades. They're getting liquidated, and we're resetting the bottom for this market between 55 dollars and $60,000. Not a bad thing. It's actually a very good thing, at least for the market as a whole. It's definitely not a good thing for all the traders that are getting liquidated. But with that said, we're going to go back into our intermission. We're going to read some super chats, and then we're going to move yeah. into our discussion segment here in about five minutes. We got a, we got a lot of them. Woo! Uh, so here we go. We have one from Bryant27. Uh, he said, hey, Jeb, new sub here. Big fan. Watch you. you multiple times a day, or watch you multiple times daily. By the way, in case you guys didn't know, we have a video that comes out every day at 2.30 called Crypto Espresso. Uh, yep. We also have a video every night that comes out at 6 uh, that is Crypto Bytes. So I think that's what 
Bryant's is talking about here. Yeah. So if you didn't know about that, make sure you go watch those as well. But he asked, could you do a two-minute analysis into T-King, if that is possible, please? Uh, if we have time at the end of the show, then, yeah. I, then, I, then I might be able to. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank we, you for subscribing to the channel, man. We got one from YSLNYC Crypto saying, do you think the dot price will drop after November 11th? And what would be your price prediction? Do I think the dot price will drop after November 11th? Frank, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I really don't know. I can't give you an edu- I can't give yeah. you an educated. An, I can give you an opinion. I can't give you a, a super educated opinion on that. So I don't want to because that'd be negligent of me. True. Uh, John Lightfoot said, when do you think the season will really uh, when do you think alt season will really start November or December? Probably the latter, December. And the reason is, is that Bitcoin, when it breaks all time high with confidence and people are longing it and it's not correcting. Oh, my gosh. Give me a one in chat if you've been here for a time when Bitcoin just rips like it is nuts. I watched Bitcoin rally from twenty thousand dollars to forty two thousand dollars in two and a half weeks. And I was like. Yo, hold on. I was like, literally, Tim, you remember this because we were snowboarding in New York, in uh, in um, North Carolina, in Catalucci. I was watching it and we were coming home and like, what in the world is going on? This is like the mm-hmm. best Christmas present ever. Bitcoin was moonshotting. When it does that, the altcoins are going to get left in the freaking dust. But here's the thing. Bitcoin can't rally forever. It's going to need to stop for gas again. And when it does, where does all of that exuberance go? It's not going to leave the market. People know there's money to be made here. It's all going to go into the altcoins. So when Bitcoin rips and then finally has this correction and slows down, that's when the altcoins are going to explode. We just had a new member join, a new Woo. Jebba Youngling. Elias Zenkeech, I think, is there we go. the correct pronunciation. Thank you very much for joining, my friend. Uh, welcome to the team. We welcome. have a, a super chat from Mary Topich saying, with big, quick gains like when Solana pumps, would you ever recommend swing trading some of these quick gains in expectation of more manipulation? There's nothing wrong with swing trading. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. If you know what you're doing and you're doing the technical analysis and you're following the fundamentals and you're following the news, and by the way, I'm not one to say that there's – that. The news isn't important. The news is actually incredibly important. You need to be looking at the fundamentals, the news, and the charts, and the on-chain, or you're not going to get a full picture. Look at all those things, and there's no reason not to swing trade. No, absolutely you should. Gotcha. We got another one from, I think we have a lot of them, Kyo Kyo Magno. So I don't know if it was meant to be Mingo, but it's definitely M-A-G-N-O. So Kyo Magno, thanks for awesome content. I'm a total crypto newbie, but you guys helped me so much since I started six months ago. Let's go. What is uh, And what's you guys' take on crypto? games oh i think we talked about this the other day on the show right so yeah did, well let's may answer this question what's your thought may, what's crypto your thought games? do you want me to just get hate I mean, on twitter right now yeah. do you want me uh, to just get yeah. hate okay so guys i mean in <laughs> let me clarify this in its current state i'm i'm not really excited about it what it can be is is exciting it's an exciting future but i have to you have to wait till like very skilled developers get on that train because right now we're seeing a lot of enthusiasts on that train and the games they're making are going to be these crappy role play games are going to be no good but once like skilled developers from you know big studios actually come in and start making games with cryptocurrency then maybe it's going to be something to be excited about. I I totally agree with that. The tech is there. The industry is not. When the industry gets there it's going to be incredible but I don't personally think it's there yet. Um, I know actually of a lot of people that are in um, other countries and they they literally make a living playing some of these games because you can you can make money playing them. There are people, specifically, I'm thinking of a, of a couple in the Philippines that their livelihood they play a blockchain game and make money. Not a block game. I love Minecraft, but not a block game. A blockchain game, and they uh, make enough money to pay all the bills. So yeah. I think it's a, I think it's the future. I think as we move into this metaverse world where everybody's living in augmented reality and we move into this kind of like. Uh, 
what's that movie with all the different the the metaverse ready player one ready player one thank you as we yeah. move in the direction of ready player one which is hopefully not going to be that dystopian then we're going to see these games happening on blockchain because frankly you can make money on them and that's a really big deal instead of having to pay for a game you can make money on a game that has never happened before i mean yeah. unless you're a content creator or an influencer it's very difficult to make a living on games so with that said guys we're going to move back into our discussion here uh, discussion here and tim i want to start off by asking you a question that yeah. i think is extremely pertinent to the um to the discussion right now in cryptocurrency. You've been in crypto for a year. You are somewhere in between a noob and an expert. You're really growing a lot and you have learned a lot. And in that time, I know you've dealt with a lot of crazy crashes, especially back in May. How do you deal with fear whenever a trade doesn't go the way you want it to or whenever your portfolio is going in the wrong direction? Well, yeah, so that's that's a great point. You've been here for about a year. Uh, ultimately, my first answer to that question is how do I deal with fear? I don't put my hope into crypto. I, I have put savings into crypto and I put money into crypto because I believe in it long term. But even when we crashed, I think my portfolio, you know, it dropped pretty, pretty intensely there in May. Obviously, everyone who held crypto did. But it was one of those things I'm like, all right, listen. I, I know from listening to other people who have been here way longer than me, I know from the research that I've done that this is not gonna be a long-term thing. We're not gonna stay down here forever. Bitcoin isn't over, crypto isn't over. It's not like it was a flash in the pan and then all of a sudden now it's dead and we're going back to fiat currency long, long term. I just trusted in the system. I just said, you know what? I had my reason for getting into crypto because I believe in what its future is. I believe in what it's here to accomplish. And just because we see, even within a couple of days, a 50% crash, that does not mean that crypto is dead. It means that, hey, this is a great time to buy even more. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And look, I've been through, just so you guys know a little bit about me, if you're new to the channel, drop a one in chat if you've been here for less than 30 days. You might not know this about me. I got into crypto in 2017 when I was 17 years old. I'm 21 right now. Um, and when I got in on uh, July 31st, 2017, Bitcoin was sitting at 2,900 bucks. <clears throat> it rallied to $5,000, and then very quickly, I witnessed it pull all the way back down to $3,000. I almost said $30,000. Gosh, I can't believe how long it's been now. Um, pulled back down to $3,000, had a 40% drop, rallied to twenty k then dropped all the way down to six k. I started the YouTube channel. It was kind of my livelihood, right? And I saw it drop like 80% in the span of two weeks, uh, uh, six weeks, and it scared the crap out of me. And I learned a very valuable lesson there. Don't invest in the price, invest in the project. What do I mean by that? If you are investing, you shouldn't worry about the price. Frankly, the price is important for traders and the price is interesting. But if you're investing and you're going to be here for years, the price on the next two days really doesn't matter. So I learned a very valuable lesson early on, and I hope you will too. Be thinking about the long term. Keep your eyes on the prize and your head in the sky because everything is going to be just fine. With that said, Tim, I got another of them. This is an interesting question, and Taylor actually came up, uh, T-Shroom actually came up with this one. What member of the chat have you seen mature and grow the most? Oh, gosh. Dude, I've seen a lot of people grow. Uh, you know, that's what I—that's what I even love about this channel. And, and just this is a, a quick segue. Uh, if you are new here, please subscribe. You know, we would love for you to be a part of this community. And that's really what this is, is I love day in and day out getting to see the people like Matt C and um, Joffrey Fritz, you know, Jeffrey Fritz. Yep. I love, you know, we, he gives me a hard time every single day. I love it. I love when yep. people come in, even, I mean, you know, shout out to haters like Ian, I don't remember his full name, but Ian, you know who you are? 
uh, he comes on here all the time. He'd be he's out like, he'd be, he's he'd like be TA out Tim is the worst. Just whatever. He, which I told him, I was like, man, that's great. If I'm always wrong, then I'm the perfect analyst because you just do the exact <laughs> yeah. opposite of what I say. If you're always you're anything, that's useful. But but I love it. I love getting to interact with these people, even the haters. No, there are obviously some comments and things that cross lines and, and get ridiculous. And some people just get on here and try to pollute the community. And so we, we need to keep this clean, but that's what I love about this chat. I love everyone who comes in day in and day out. Yep. Alexander and Nacio. I was about people, to mention I'm him, watching yeah. them day in and day BS1 out. I'm, I'm talking with them. I wish they were in the room with us. And I, and just so you guys know, even when we have our meetings about how we continue to improve this show, we're like, how do we continue to make it feel like we're like having a sit down in a living room with all of you? Because yeah. that is our, that is our desire. We would love, Love to have something like that going on. Uh, as you know, you know, in the future, we want to have meetups and, and different things like that. Mm -hmm. But long story short, to answer the question, I don't think I have an exact answer. Uh, I don't think I've had an exact answer of who would be the most developed. Um, we're all doing it. We're all doing it all together. Like they, I, I also don't know people's portfolios, and I don't know what people's know and what they don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna give a shout out to somebody that I met in the gym on Monday because I was, uh, I was, I was sitting there doing bench press, and a guy walks up to me. He's like, "Are you Jeb?" I was like, "Yeah, hey, what's up?" He's like, "I watch the channel, man. And I got recognized at, at the gym." And his name's Max, and he was telling me about how he got into crypto in uh, in uh, 2020, right after the COVID. Or excuse me, he got into trading in the stock market and everything around 2020. And then a couple months later, he got into crypto. Crypto started going on a rip, and he's been in crypto for a while. And I heard I got to talk about his story, and we kind of looked, we talked about each other's testimony. He's grown a lot. So shout out to Max. If you're watching, man, uh, shout out to you and good for you for being here in crypto. I got another question. What's up? Well, uh, I, I even got, and Smee reminded me, that's what he was trying to get my attention behind the scenes. And I had no idea what he was saying. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we also, one of the ways we've been able to connect people so well is in our webinars. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's where we got to meet. So Kelly, who is our research guy. Yeah, he's on staff uh, He lives in New York, but he works with us on, uh, here. We, that's where we got to finally put a face to Matt C. We've mm -hmm. talking to him for a long time. We have another one of those this Friday. So uh, I still think we have seats available. I think we do. So if, yeah. if anyone wants to get involved yeah. and get into that webinar, that is Heck a way. Yeah. It, that one definitely, just so you guys know, we use a form called Demio. And what happens is, is Jeb does a short teaching. He goes into details. But then we open it up and we actually get to bring people on and they get to talk to us and we answer their question. We try to do as many people as possible. So yeah. if you would love to like have a conversation verbally with us, you know, make sure you sign up for that webinar. And the guys, registration ends on the Thursday, guys. Which is so tomorrow. Please, please. Yeah, tomorrow. Thank you for Which reminding me. Yeah, guys, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So make sure you get your spot today. Get today. your spot today. Anyways. Heck yeah. Uh, Tim, this is not a question we have in the document, but I just yeah. thought of this. What is the project that you got into crypto, like really got into crypto about a year ago? Yeah. What is the project that you wish you had have invested in a year ago that you didn't? Uh, at the time, uh -huh. because I'm invested in it now. Okay. Cardano. Okay. When I got involved, Cardano nice. was literally at like... 17 cents or something mm -hmm. like i i mean ethereum, too. ethereum i think was under a thousand at the oh, time oh it was way under a thousand so what you know close to a thousand. i just went to be fair though i got in at bitcoin when a bitcoin was sitting at eleven thousand. so i'm really glad i got into bitcoin but obviously i think if you do the math there we saw bigger gains in cardano than anything else <laughs> in this time frame. take a wild guess i just looked at the chart don't look at the chart don't oh, look it up no. take a wild guess a year ago today what was ethereum trading at do it in chat tell us in chat what do you think dollar um, value wise ethereum was trading at I, don't say it if you know i it. don't but I was going to say, so you can guess. Oh, I was going to take my guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to guess that it was trading at $400. Okay. No, Tim. no, 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 no. A year ago, a year today, ago today, Ethereum was trading at 1800 You say 1800 yeah. T Shroom says 1800 I'm going to no guess. No way. No way. I'm going to guess. Let's go $1,200. $416. No, no way. Go! 
Let's go. That's when did it, exactly wait, when right. Did it break above a thousand. That's exactly right. It broke a thousand again in. Uh, I remember January. it. I remember it. That's wow. why. I, I, that's why I knew it. I remember it. <laughs> Can you believe wow. that? That is nuts. See, come on, guys. A year ago today, it was at four hundred dollars. Oh, Look, that is a lesson gosh. in patience, right there, guys. Thousand X return on the second largest crypto in twelve months. Where do you get that anywhere else? Yeah, you don't. Cardano. Let's do it for Cardano too. I want to. I'm. I'm curious. This was fun. Well, based off of that, I'm going to say. Tell, it was... t- tell us in the chat. A year ago today, where do you think okay, Cardano? Can was? I get my guess? You can. All right. It was at. 20 cents. Okay. I was going to say 22. Like 20, I was going to say 20-ish, but 20, 22. Okay. T-shirt, back T-shirt, there what, the you back. what do you think? Oh, I wasn't listening. Cardano a year Cardano ago. Cardano a year ago. What do you think it's trading at? Oh, man. Uh, 10 cents? It, ten was, cents. it was exactly ten cents. He's wow. down. Ten cents? Oh, bro, we're good getting job. some good predictions. Good, good job. We're hey. getting some good predictions in here. Let's go. All oh, right. Good. Well, I got one final question for you before we wrap it out, Tim. And this is another one T Shroom came up with. This is a great question. Yeah. Have you learned any principles in trading that have helped you in other areas of your life? Well, I mean, you obviously have to. Okay. So this is the number one problem that I had when I started trading that I'm sure that almost every person has when they started trading is the temptation to A, hit the tops and bottoms of every single movement and B, to make money right now. So I gotta be entry and closing trades day in and day out. It's a mistake. It, it's it, if you're if that's the way you're thinking. I'm not saying there's never a time. Obviously, there's lots of days if you enter a trade and close it the same day, you're gonna make a lot of money. To predict that is super hard. The other thing is to predict the exact bottom and the exact top, super hard. And I'm, I'm gonna segue into something that like I think is really important. I started talking about this earlier, the composite man. Why is this so important to me? Because this is something I've learned a lot about this year, uh, is the manipulation that happens, you cannot ignore it. But if you know what's happening, you can like, yeah. okay, we talk about whales. I've said this on the show several times, be a sucker fish and attach the whale. Don't fight the whale. You heard Why your first thoughts, be a sucker. Like oh. get a hold of them and ride with them. And here's what I was talking about with this price action. Literally what we just saw, a bunch of FOMO news, a bunch of guys, we are hitting new all time highs. This is the time to get in, next stop 100,000. So they got a bunch of people to sign up. Meanwhile, they also had people entering leverage positions. As Jeb said, they entered these leverage positions and did not set their stop losses. So what does the composite man do? What does the whale do? Say, hey, I don't want them to make money along with me because they're fighting me. Let me make a couple of sales. If they sell the whole thing, if it was all them, then we wouldn't have, they wouldn't get a very a very profitable loss. They sell it just a little bit to cancel out all of those leverage positions, and then they let you take all the losses, yep. and then they go in and buy the bottoms. Yes, May. Uh, I, I'd actually like to answer that question. Again. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so I was going to say, the biggest lesson I learned when I started uh, getting into crypto and, and uh, doing a little bit of trading and stuff that I think applied to my life was thinking that you got it figured out. Like thinking That's that you good. like that you immediately know. That's like, great. Because like, I think in the initial, like exactly what you just said, of the initial thought when you get into crypto is like, dude, this is so easy. I'm going to you know sell the tops and buy the dips, baby. It's going to be that simple. Well, I literally tweeted yesterday. Uh, a quote from Epic, uh, Epictetus, who is a um, 
uh, philosopher from Greece uh, back yeah. in the ancient era. He said, it's impossible for a man to learn anything that he thinks he already knows. Exactly. So ultimately that was then like when I applied, I started, I, when I realized that I started to apply that to everything I did. And it yeah. was ultimately one of those things of like, when you realize that you always have more to learn, that you can yep. always continue to learn and, and grow. That's when you, you actually start to really yeah. grow. And, so, th- and that's what yeah. we mean when we say that, that we come at you every single day with core values of integrity and humility. When we say humility, we, we don't want to think we know everything. We want to be learners and students and be b- becoming better and better students every single day because the best teacher is, in fact, the best student. And we want to um, encourage you guys to do the same thing. So with that said, let's read a couple Super Chats and yeah. we're going to wrap it out here. we got to do some rapid fire here. By the way, guys, we have 4,300 people watching with 1.4 thousand likes. We can hit that higher. We can get that higher for 2K. sure. Again, and if you like this stream, if you like this, this is your first time or if this is your hundredth time but you haven't hit subscribe – Please consider hitting subscribe button. Be a part of this community. Join it day to day out. It really helps us in the algorithm. It really helps us produce more and better content for you guys so that we can help you guys, like, teach you not what to think, but how to think about things. We don't want to make your decisions for you. We want you to make those. Uh, but, yeah, in rapid fire on these uh, these super chats, we got one another one from Drawing Room saying, good morning from Col- Colorado. Thank you for all your hard work. Smay, John Wick is jealous. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Wait, what is that? Wait, what does that mean? I think it, that there's a. I don't know if it was a John Wick movie he had a ponytail, but no, like, he didn't. The actor, uh, what uh, Keanu, Reeves, Keanu Reeves definitely Keanu Reeves. has Brianu Keeves. Anyway, uh, tell right, me where going. that's a reference. We got one from Dragon Grip saying, "Thanks for helping me get a grip on what's happening to my portfolio this morning. Let's Actually, go. get to see y'all live today. What a blessing! Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, sometimes thank you. Sometimes people don't always get in. Just in case you guys are newer here too, we are here every day Monday through Friday at nine thirty. Yeah, uh, on the dot. So. Make sure you guys come that in notification over and over again. Neil Aurora said, just want to say Tim's been consistently right this bull run when he said the composite man is manipulating the market. Props to you, brother. That's a good good clarification. Tim has not been right about everything that's ever happened, but I do. I actually am pretty proud of myself. Yeah, we can say that. All of us have a pretty good track record. To be because, because be guys, it, it, this was eye opening. When I started researching Wyckoff and what he talks about. It was eye opening. That makes it just it, like you clicks. You're like, oh, that's why that did that when everything was moving. It just that makes way. sense. All right, uh, Denny just wanted to donate, so thank you so much, Denny. We have one from Brett saying, Joptimus Prime dropping the hot TA and saving the world. Thank you, Jebediah George Jeb Jebia Bush. Oh and my he really, gosh, <laughs> you really he tried. Had a lot to, of names you really you. tried there. It didn't yeah, work. I'm sorry, man. That one was <laughs> rough. Uh, Darth Flyer said, when Bitcoin is down, Sheeb is there to turn it around. Oh, <laughs> the Crypto Badger said, here every day, you all have grown a lot. Since I've been watching Keep Aww, Grinding Young you. Bucks. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Ian is doing it for the doubters. Yep, here's, here's what I'm talking about. Ian is doing it for the doubters. Love him. T.A. Tim Composite Man and to be and to believe in crypto, but not to your hope into... Okay, I want to read this. I'm not reading this well. T.A. Tim Composite Man and to believe in crypto, but not to... Not to two your hope into it was excellent. I'm sorry, man. I think it was just a typo. I will be hard on you tomorrow, though. Respect. Yes, Ian, absolutely oh respect. I love, like I said, anyone, you know, keep it respectful, but do not hesitate to, if you guys disagree with us, let us know. Yeah. I love it. All right. So I'm going to hand it over to Smay and then we're going to wrap yes. it out. All right, guys. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, if you're interested in the webinar, this is like your last day, guys. Come on. I mean, you got to go sign up. Tomorrow. And that's uh, in the link in the description yeah. but also i want to say guys if you want to get deeper with uh with um me tim and jeb guys go check us out on twitter guys yeah so and yes. you'll see at the beginning of every stream you're gonna see in the lower third but i can go ahead and run it so first we have jeb's is very simple at crypto jeb right then we have tim 
at the crypto beard, which by the way, I don't even think you go by that anymore, but you know, and yeah, then, I haven't gone that long, and then, yeah, uh, yeah, at guys, Thicky we're going to be making an effort to get more active on Twitter True. guys. So you guys can kind of die, go deeper with us, learn what our personalities are a little, you know, you push our buttons and stuff. So Thank yeah. you guys. And, and the other thing you guys can do, because I'm going to shout out Scott Summers, who just became a Jedi Youngling. We have a, a membership group, you know, and I think there's perks on there as well. I know. Yes. We'll talk about that in a future video as well, but I think they're all on the on the website when they join, right? Uh, um, what? Aren't they, when they sign when up as a join, member, don't they get to see the perks? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, and also there's going to be some changes coming yep. to the perks, guys, so just keep an eye out for yep. that. Indeed. Yep, yep, well, yep. guys, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure to check out our sponsor, Lux Algo. As you have seen in this video, it is an amazing technical indicator pack, and you can get access to all of it with the coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. The link for that is down below. Make sure to follow us on our Twitters. We're trying to grow very, very quickly over there, and we are growing quickly because you guys are following us, so thank you very much for that. So I got for you today. Make sure to tune in for the rest of our content that's going out at 2.30 and 6. Before I go, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching as always, and I will see you guys in the next video. Peace. listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJeb. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at MacD Media.